welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Number is Your Statistics in Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Tracy. And I'm Corbin Heller. And uh, today we are going to be talking about uh, wide receivers, uh, where we would rank them. Today's episode is going to be uh, mostly planned and a little bit off the fly. We both have numbers for wide receivers in terms of where they rank exactly as we did with our quarterbacks when we did that last week. But the problem we were just discussing that we both kind of encountered is with quarterbacks, it's much easier to give like a hard line ranking or even even a soft line ranking because you have stats and you see so much of the quarterback and they control so much of the play. It's easy to get kind of a judgment about them independent of their circumstances, right? Scheming, offensive line, right. running back. You can you definitely see how those impact them, but you can also see when a player is being held back by them. It's a lot tougher for wide receivers. So the um, we're switching it up a little bit to be instead of firm numbered rankings, which maybe we'll still do for like the top five or top three. We'll get there. Um, but more so tiers. Yeah, I mean, we watch, you know, when we watch football games, we see the quarterback do something every single play. They are hands on the ball every single play. You know, some top receivers, they may only catch five passes a game. They may only have seven targets, whatever the numbers are. Um, So it's a lot harder to really break those guys down, really see everything that they can do. You don't see what they do when the ball isn't coming their way, which is, you know, such a big part. Um, And, you know, with the way they have the broadcast camera set up, it's oftentimes really hard to watch those routes develop, to watch them run, see what they're doing until the ball is thrown their way. So it's a lot harder to break these guys down. Um, You know, obviously the top guys are a lot easier to differentiate than the guys at the bottom of our list. Like, I have 36 names on here. I am fairly confident about the first 14. And then after that, the next, like, 10 or 12, uh, I could say, yeah, those are decently confident. And then after that, it's like, I just don't know anymore. I really don't. Um, so I did my best to to put these guys into some tiers. Uh, and we'll see how this uh, all ends up. I am insanely jealous already because I have uh, I have confidence in my first three players. <laughs> and Ooh. then after that is just so much guesswork. See, I already tell that we're going to have an argument uh, when we get to the top because my top tier has four players. So actually, I, I hold on. I, I spoke too soon. I do have four players in my top tier. Fuck. Damn it. God, <laughs> I'm really interested as to who yours are because I have to imagine we agree on who these players are. But yeah. should we not? It's going to be very interesting. Oh God! If you, like there is no way that our top four is like our top tier is anyone else but the four top guys. Like there's, I would argue that right now there's a pretty big. Eh, I don't want to say pretty big. There's a there's a God, see if I was just about to say there's a tier difference between the top and top four guys and the next four guys down. So um, I'm already falling apart, and we are like two minutes into this. So this is a good start for us. Yep, and uh, two minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's on par for us. Uh, I lose my (laughs) words to even say that. Uh, So stay tuned for who these top four guys are. I imagine 
I actually didn't even ask you, Corbin. I imagine we were going to start with uh, our bottom tier as um, mm-hmm. as we did with the quarterbacks. Is that what you were thinking as well? That's exactly what I was thinking. All right. Then, um, so one of the other caveats I want to issue is that if you wanted to, if we wanted to, we could have this list be probably 90 wide receivers mm-hmm. because you have to assume that each team has at least three starters. You know, you got your wide receiver one, two, and a slot guy, something like that. Each team has, at minimum, three wide receivers, like, on the field at some point in time. Three different guys. Three different people with different names who all play wide receiver. Um, And clearly, like, the bottom, at least 50 of them would all be in their own bottom tier. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't make an interesting list. So, Corden and I each have 36 because that seemed like a reasonable enough number. You get on average. quarterbacks I had. And that's how many quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plus, like, you're going to know, like, almost all these names. Or if you're smarter than me, you're going to know all these names. And uh, and it, it just felt a little bit more manageable. So even though we're going to start with, like, the bottom tier, know that there are several tiers below this. Um, yes. And I should know this because I have one jet on my list. So all of our wide receivers are below this list. I'll tell you what, I don't have any jets on this list. So. I have one jet on this list, in part because I felt like I, I, I had to as a fan, but also because I do think he deserves to be in the tier I put him in. Um, anyway, Corwin, do you want to start with your bottom tier of wide receivers? Yeah, so I, I really wanted to break this. So like most of these other tiers have, you know, overarching themes with them you know these guys are grouped together for a reason this bottom tier is really just guys that are good but not good enough to be really in any of the higher tiers but not bad enough to be left off this list so these are kind of my i'll name this my forgotten players list guys that probably are very much deserving to be top wide receivers but not necessarily are good enough to be the big name players that they possibly once were uh, or that they deserve right now. So I have five guys right here. I'll start with the top of this tier. Uh, I have Jarvis Landry. Um, I have him numerically at 32. Um, he's a guy that you know is not an athletic freak, doesn't have the size to be you know an X receiver, but at the end of the day, he is an excellent uh, slot guy uh, is the perfect number two, uh, especially where he is in Cleveland. Um, I would very much argue that he should be higher on this list if I was going to do this purely numerically and not tiers. Um, but, you know, he's getting up there. He hasn't always been the tour de force that he was when he was with the Dolphins and was getting just massive volume. And I think uh, skill-wise, uh, not just his his place on the roster kind of forces him to be here. Uh, next, I have Marquise Brown, uh, young guy, second-year player, absolute speedster. Um, had a you know up-and-down rookie season, uh, had some great plays, but kind of disappeared for parts of it. Um, He's the kind of guy that I don't know whether he's going to be the number one in Baltimore for the foreseeable future. I don't know if he's going to be a guy that is going to be forced to be a number two just because he he can't dominate the way number ones need to. Um, but I do think his future is extremely bright and should be talked about more. Um, he's kind of one of the younger receivers that is very much forgotten about. 
Uh, and then Brandon Sorry, Cooks. I meant to cross that off my list and forgot. Who was that? Uh, Marquise Brown. Ah, gotcha. Hollywood. I didn't even put him on my list. That's fair. Um, only be- I figured this is going to happen. And I'm going to address this too. Only because there's so many wide receivers. Oh, yeah. I had to stop at some point. So, all right, that's it. Uh, next up is the uh, the sisterhood of the traveling pants, uh, Brandon Cooks, a guy who I feel like has played for every team in the NFL so far. Yeah, he's um, certainly working on it. You know, has been able to produce good seasons with pretty much every team, but never once has been consistent or dominant enough to be like, hey, we should probably keep this guy on our team. Um, but yeah, no, he's definitely a, a slut of a wide receiver that just gets passed around left and right. Um, and he's got talent. He just, I, I, I needed to put him on the list somewhere, but I, I just did not have the heart to put him any higher than the 34. I have him, uh, next up is the, him. sorry. I didn't even have him either. And now I feel foolish for not having him, but I mean, I didn't have well, a Jets player that I am assuming is this certain guy. It's it's going to happen. You know, it's not like quarterbacks where there's 32 starters and then some other guys. You know, it's yeah. it's a much broader spectrum that there's going to be a lot more variance involved. You're right. You're right. Um, so next up, I have T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I feel kind of dirty putting him this low because of how fucking good he can be when he's healthy. Um, but he hasn't been healthy in a little while. And I just, he's getting older. He's in his 30s now. That's kind of when we start to see wide receivers uh, hit the bottom of the barrel. Not the bottom of the barrel, but they they tend to fall off. Um, and I just, I don't think he has the peaks anywhere close, the peaks in his future anywhere close to where he was. Uh, I think we've definitely already seen the last of his premier seasons. Um, and you know, it's, it's tough, but he's got to be here. And then closing out my list, number 36, Julian Edelman. I, I, I know this is going to anger a lot of Patriots fans because they think he is the truth. I just don't see him as being a skilled wide receiver. I think he was very good in the system that the Patriots have. Um, he had this beautiful chemistry with Tom Brady. He's made some circus catches, some amazing catches in his career. But I just don't think he has the skill level compared to some of these other guys. Um, and again, he's, I don't know, he's like 32, 33 now. So it's just, he's not the same player that he was in his prime uh, with the prime Tom Brady throwing to him. So Julian Edelman had to make it to the list, but he was making it last on the list i understand i i have a lot of players that you mentioned in the in the tier directly above this but my so my my, wow i know i know he is uh he looks older too which is weird um he does not all right so my my bottom guys i have uh i have six players here um this is a combination of dudes i think are young and so far haven't been anything special, but could be better in the future, and dudes who are old. Um, anyway, so I have, I have John Brown here from Buffalo. Um, I wanted to put him somewhere, but God damn it, I didn't feel like putting him anywhere good. Um, he he's, hasn't been bad, hasn't been great. Uh, I have nothing to say about him, which I have nothing to say about the next guy on my list, which is John Ross of Cincinnati. 
Um, yeah, I, I, he's, he's supposed to be fast. Um, neat. Uh, <laughs> as the, as the combine 40 record. Yes. Broken for the first time in like, I don't know, whatever it was, 10, 15 years. It's like, yeah, he's supposed to be fast. Yeah. I mean, I don't fucking understatement of the century. <laughs> uh, I have DK Metcalf on here because he, uh, he played better than I think a lot of people thought he would, but, uh, I you know he's big. That's nice. Um, I got uh, Deshaun Jackson down here, who's hasn't like fallen off the way I think you would expect a guy that has his play style to fall off because he was always like that speedy go guy. And usually, once you lose a step, like that position just doesn't isn't a fit for you anymore. And he's he's by, he's definitely not the Deshaun Jackson of well like six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's still been productive enough that I felt like putting him on the list. Um, I have Marvin Jones of Detroit down here only because God damn it. I'd never know what to do with this man. He is, uh, he's that like, um, I projected to lose a fantasy matchup by like six points. I need a gamble. Um, Marvin Jones is a gamble. He's either going to get you like a hundred yard, a hundred yards in a touchdown or, like six yards there is zero in between for this man um so here he is and then the one jet on my list is down here do you have a guess of who it is um i am picturing his face why can't i name him he played for the redskins jameson Crowder. thank you oh actually no it's not who i picked i picked rashad perriman Oh, okay, okay. Recent free agent acquisition and has yet to play a game with the Jets, but still a Jet for now, uh, Rashad Perriman. Um, Only because he didn't really do much throughout his young career thus far, but did in like the second half of last year, um, showed a ton of potential, which is why the Jets went out of their way to go get him. Not that there was, I'm sure, like crazy high demand for him, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I felt the like the Jets needed people, needed bodies. Oh my God, do we ever? Especially since Quincy Anunua cannot play football apparently because he's just constantly hurt, which isn't a fault against him as a person, but it is a fault against him as a football player. So uh, I fault him for that as a person. Sorry, Quince. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's my bottom tier list. Um, yeah. yeah, the only the only comment I have uh, is I have one of these guys on my list out of this entire bottom tier. Do you want to guess which one it is? Hmm. Uh, John Ross. No. Who? You guessed incorrectly. You'll find out in not very long years who that is. A couple tears. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. The story twist. I I had an idiom set up for that, and I completely forgot what it was. So I'm I'm sorry. It was the plot thickens, but anyway. Uh, damn it! God damn go it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so ashamed of myself. It's okay. We are. Uh, What's your next tier? Fuck. All right. So, so this is my tier of these guys are young, uh, and have you know essentially one good season under their belt. They are going to be prominent fixtures in their offenses this year, and they could take that next step, or they could fall back into being a bunch of nothing and are completely forgotten about, but their potential is so great 
I put them above guys like Jarvis Landry, Julian Edelman, what have you. That is a very long name for a tier. <laughs> yeah, very long tier names. Uh, really was not feeling creative with this, so just re- left a full paragraph description. Uh, so starting it off, I have DJ Chark, number one guy for Jacksonville, former second round pick. Did absolutely nothing his rookie year when I happened to own him in fantasy and then dropped him. And then his uh, sophomore year, he completely broke out, uh, had over a thousand yards, looked absolutely dominant. Um, But which is the real DJ Chark? Uh, It's too early to tell. So it's it's hard to put him any higher. But if I put him any lower, I feel like he's going to make me look like a fool this season. So here he is. Next up, it's Devontae Parker, another guy who has been just completely devoid of any production early on in his career up until last season when he had his breakout. But again, which is the real Devontae Parker? Um, It's one of those things where I could easily see him falling back into nothing. I could see him with Tua coming in and continuing on with the success and being the guy that he was supposed to be when he was drafted in the first round. But who fucking knows? Um, And then we have Michael Gallup, number two guy for the Cowboys. uh, Consistently can put up, you know, thousand yard seasons, but has been kind of forgotten about now that Amari Cooper is there. Um, You know, we'll see with, Cooper having another season in Dallas, C.D. Lamb coming in, whether or not Michael Gallup is going to be able to uh, maintain the pace he's on. Um, I think he was also a second-round pick, so he has that uh, draft uh, draft value that they're going to want to make sure he continues to be used. Um, and then finally, I have Deontay Johnson, number two guy for the Steelers. This may be a fully biased pick. Uh, yeah, probably is, but I've watched every play that he's had in his one season in his career so far. Uh, and he looks like the real deal, um, is just a a fantastic player, uh, with a great ability to get open, especially when Juju seemed to get lost last year and was able to perform, uh, with a duck at quarterback last year. Um, had the most receiving yards of any rookie last year uh, with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges throwing in the ball. So there's that. So that's my tier. Uh, right on. Um, so I, I've, I'm discovering like right now that my my tiers are very unevenly um, numbered, and I'm hoping that's not a problem. But uh, my okay. Yeah, mine are pretty up and down. All right, all right, as long as I'm not alone. Like my uh, next, my next three tiers. Two of them have three people. One of them has seven people. So it's it's all over the place. All right, good. Because mine are mine are big. <laughs> my my that's tiers fine. have have skewed large. Uh, I hey, guess that's allowed. I I hope so. Because if not, uh... Josh, we're making this shit up as we go. It could be whatever we want. We could have thirty six names in a single tier, and then we're just ranking players. Love it. Love to see it. All right. All right. So my, my second to bottom tier is a lot of older guys. Um, uh, it's a lot of older guys or I don't really know how to, how to lump these people together, but maybe you can help me after I, after I read some names to you here. Okay. Um, okay. I have down here uh, Jarvis Landry, who uh, you've already touched on, so I really don't see a point in bringing up again. 
Um, but he is a guy who has done stuff. Um, it has been good. It has been mediocre. Who knows what stuff he has left to give? Uh, I have. Um, I also have T.Y. Hilton down here, um, who you mentioned in your bottom tier. I also felt kind of weird about not having him higher. But it was one of those things where it was like, oh, T.Y. Hilton, he's really good. And then I kept finding players who I thought were better than him and kept putting them above him. And then all of a sudden, That's exactly how it went with me. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys. You know, it's not like... It's he was like, like one of the first him. 10 names I wrote down. And then as I kept getting more names to the list, it's just he kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Also, I didn't realize it until until I finished, but like he's the only um, Colts receiver I have on my list. Is he the only Colts receiver you have on yours? He is. That's, uh, that's also unfortunate. I mean, um, they have Michael Pittman, who's a rookie. They have Paris Campbell, who's – I think he's in his second or third year now. Uh, it's not like they have – Big names there. If only they kept Philip Dorsett. <laughs> then they'd be set. Uh, oh, God. Um, I have Will Fuller 5 down here as well. I was kind of confused where to put him. Um, he's been really good in some spots, but he's also been injured and kind of out of it. Um, so I had a hard time. He, he also was a victim of just like slowly falling down my list. Um, mm-hmm. I don't by any means... It's tough because I don't think any of these players I have listed are bad because, like we said when we started off, like there's so many wide receivers that are below these people that we're just not even going to bring up. So, um, I mean, this is no disrespectable Fuller Five. He just also kind of fell down my list. Um, I love that you're calling him Will Fuller Five. <laughs> that's how I call him, man. That's how his that's how his name is read in my mind, and that's how I refer to him. Um, <laughs> I have I mean, Robbie he, Anderson. He, he did not make the cut on my list just because of how often he's hurt. It's um, very frequent. It's but with. if if he can put a full season together, he would be much much higher on this list because man, he is talented. His rookie season was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He just scores touchdowns, man. Every time he touches the ball, it seems like Ugh. it's disgusting. So I have Robbie Anderson on this list. Um, former Jet, current Carolina Panther. Not because, again, not because I think he's bad. He's just like a, a one-trick pony kind of dude with the, with the go routes, which is fine. But he's also like, he's 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 decent at it. He's not like great. It's not like he's you know burning the world down with his amazing speed and great hands. He is like slightly. He's what like six one, I think, and fast. I think he's and like six like, three. I think he's tall. No, I've I've met him. He is not very tall. Robbie Anderson. Yeah. He is six three. Is, you punk. Honestly, I, I do not like. I I am six foot, and I met him, and he is just taller than me. Um, but like, my, he was about my brother's height. My brother's six one, six two. Um, both Wikipedia and Pro Football Reference. I refuse. And the refuse NFL website. Believe. I have a picture with him. Actually, I should look at okay. it. He's definitely like a skosh taller than me, but like not, not a lot. So I don't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't can think we, he's can we uh, can we tweet at Robbie Anderson and accuse him of lying about his height. I would love to because we get a if he responded, it would be positively bizarre and certainly worth it. Um, I also have down here. I mentioned Julian Edelman. Uh, I think you have him on your list. I have him on mine. Um, these things make sense. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, and last I have on my list, and I felt really, really bad about putting him down here because I love him so, 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 so much. But I felt like I had to um, because of his age. 
Um, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I I had him, and I just I had to take him off my list. I know. And it, it hurt me. I was really trying to find ways to keep him on and like finding other guys to take off instead, but I just I couldn't do it. So I, I left him on because and I, I gave him uh one tier above my bottom tier because he's never he's never bad and he never misses games. Um so I'm giving him this tier strictly based on consistency. Um, which I think he's earned because god damn is that man fucking consistent. But also, he's slowly, slowly accumulating less volume than he has in previous years. And at some point, you just have to expect it to drop off with his age. Um, but I'm leaving him here again, as I said, out of his mind-numbing consistency. So, yeah, that is, uh, that's my second to bottom tier. So it's Jarvis Landry, T.Y. Hilton, Will Fuller, Robbie Anderson, Larry Fitz? Um, and Julian Edelman. Ah, right. Got it. Yes. Yeah, that's it. I, I knew I was missing a name. I just didn't know who. All right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got. What nice. do you got? Uh, so my next tier um, is probably deserving of some flack, but I just I wanted to put these guys on the list because seen them play i've seen them play a lot in college i watched a lot of their film i think they are bound to be three number one wide receivers very shortly uh but this is my three first round rookies list uh the first three guys taken in this year's draft henry rugg cd lamb and jerry judy uh in that order um i just think each one of these guys is bound to be something special you know, Henry Ruggs is a, a Tyreek Hill kind of player with just game-breaking speed, um, has better route running and movement with the ball than you would expect from a guy that's known as a burner. Um, I think he's going to – like, he is definitely being shorted when it comes to rookie conversations, rookie wide receiver conversations, because, um, you know, people don't trust – burner wide receivers people don't trust the Raiders people don't trust Derek Carr which those last two are very fair arguments but I think he's going to be great CeeDee Lamb absolute monster reminds me of DeAndre Hopkins uh, especially with Dak Prescott on the Cowboys I think he is going to have the most immediate success Um, and then Jerry Judy running Savant um, there's a lot of mouths to feed in Denver right now, but I think he's going to be able to battle Cortland Sutton, uh, to be the number one guy there fairly soon. Uh, it's really just up to Drew Locke to get him the ball. Interesting. Okay. I didn't, I honestly didn't even think to put any rookies on this list because I had such a hard time coordinating who I had picked out already. So mm-hmm. interesting, interesting, interesting. It's it's one of those things where it's like I, I included the rookie quarterbacks, the top quarterbacks uh, drafted. I felt like I needed to put the rookies there. Um, and, you know, it's hard not to just kind of keep those guys all together, especially when they were graded so, so closely. I uh, understand. The draft. I got you. Um, all right. So my next category, my next category or tier, I guess I should say, is really big. So I'm actually going to try to thin it down as I go, um, because the category above fucking tier above that is a little bit light. So um, this might sound like a mishmash of names, but I guess that's what a list is. So I'm actually going to forgive myself for that. 
Uh, all right. So I, I don't know what I'm going to address these guys as. Um, this is probably this is like the heart of uh, of this list. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say these are probably good, dependable wide receivers. Uh, is how I'm going <laughs> to most generally classify them. Um, so on the bottom end of that, I have uh, Kenny Stills from Houston. He has uh, been around, and he's never bad. Uh, he's never great, but he's never bad. Uh, well, wait, can I can I clarify something? Go Just because I've been I've been like writing down the names as you've been saying them. Do you start with the bottom of your tier, or do you start with the top of your tier? So I've been continuously resorting as I've been I've been color coding my names to make it a little bit easier for myself so Ooh, that'd be smart um honestly just because like the order I had them in wasn't great and this let me kind of reorder them on the fly a little bit mm. um so right now I'm reading from the bottom because I have this one set up in that way um but I don't I haven't been keeping track honestly that's fine no that's no I am everywhere um, Kenny Stills is like a like. I think if I had if you made me rank just slot receivers, Kenny Stills would be in like my top five, um, because I feel like he's just so good at it. But for the world of regular wide receivers, his stats are never earth shattering. Um, like he's never had a thousand yard season, but he's always been reliable. He's always been there. You know, he's always been someone to be relied upon. So. I don't know. I've, I've, it feels kind of weird having him this high, as weird as it felt having some players as low as I have them. But at the same time, I, I don't know. In my mind, it looks right. Um, I also mm-hmm. have on this list Calvin Ridley um, in Atlanta. Uh, I have Golden Tate in New York. Um, I think he might be the only giant on my list, too. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I don't think I have any giant on my list. I, I, I know I don't have any giant. Golden Tate's not bad. Um, no. He, he's a reliable dude who keeps getting traded around a bunch, too, because he's he's always going to... He's like, he's like a really good wide receiver, too. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least a guy that you won't... No one will feel bad about having as a wide receiver, too. Um, which is kind of, I guess, what the aim of this group is. Uh, <laughs> I, I really don't fucking know, man. Uh, I also have Michael Gallup on this list and DJ Moore, and those are the people on this list. All right, so just uh, read through that again for right. me to fucking so have this it. Tier, like... This tier is Kenny Stills. Yes. Calvin Ridley. Yes. Golden Tate. Yes. Michael Gallup. And DJ Moore. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, Golden Tate and Kenny Stills were the only guys I didn't have on my list, um, which, you know, I I don't know so where I'm going with that, but yeah, like so both of these guys are very talented enough to be on the list somewhere. It's just you know you gotta just make the cut, and I tend to sway younger um, because I just assume everyone's gonna have that potential to get better, um, and it doesn't always happen, and that's why guys like Golden Tate and Kenny Stills and you know. Uh, Deshaun Jackson and uh, Julian Edelman last until they're into their 30s because, you know, young guys don't always get better. Um, Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Once again, I'd just like to remind everyone that mentally I am just collapsing today. Uh, As usual for every episode, 
Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's move on to my next uh, next tier. So All this right, is yeah. my young guys who had one or had at least one really good season um, that I don't think are going to fall back, and it's just let's see how far they develop. So two tiers ago was guys where it's like, I don't know if they're going to get good or if they're going to go back to being bad. And this tier is, guys, I know are going to stay this good, but how much better are they going to get? So much higher floor, but similarly super high ceilings. Um, ceilings just probably a bit higher for each one of these guys. So starting at the bottom of this tier, Cortland Sutton um, for the Denver Broncos. Great size X receiver. Um, you know, was dominant last year was a top 10 guy in yards touchdowns uh, and fantasy um it's just is he gonna be able to fend off guys like noah fant jerry judy kj hamler um in the receiving room that they have there um you know that'll be something to see i do have him ranked higher than jerry judy and kj hamler and Obviously, Noah Fant would not make it on the wide receiver list, but he's above him, uh, FYI. So we'll see how good he can maintain. Uh, next up is where I have DK Metcalf. Uh, I think oh. he was spectacular as a rookie. Um, I was pretty high on him coming into the drafts. I think he fell a little too far in the draft because of that very weird three-cone drill that just startled everyone and freaked everyone out, even though he just literally fucking slipped, whatever. Um, I think he has the chance to be a top, top guy. Um, you know, not necessarily a top one or two tier, but he's going to be a, a superstar if he could keep going, uh, especially with Russ Wilson throwing him the ball. Uh, another second year player here, actually third straight second year player, um, AJ Brown. All right, I also already have to correct myself. Cortland Sutton, not a second-year player, but whatever. A.J. Brown for the Titans, uh, college teammate of D.K. Metcalf, just physically imposing, uh, kind of took over for that team uh, when Ryan Tannehill came to town. Hopefully he can maintain that there. Uh, but again, super high ceiling for him. Cooper Cup, the guy uh, in Los Angeles for the Rams, great chemistry with Jared Goff the favorite of Sean McVay. Um, it's one of those guys that is extremely dependable, um, not necessarily the most physically dominant, uh, not the youngest, not the fastest, uh, but runs great routes, great receiver all around, always gets the job done. Um, and then is, you know, a guy that I don't necessarily think many view highly, but I think is going to take over, especially with Joe Burrow coming in, uh, Tyler Boyd for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I honestly think I put him a little too high. Um, most likely his actual range should be in that tier with DJ Shark, Devontae Parker, Michael Gallup. Um, but it's too late to change it because I've already said his name and moved on. Um, but I think he's going to be the number one once A.J. Green retires. I think he has the chance to be a, a really good wide receiver. Um, but it's just where is he going to end up? How high can he get? Is he going to be able to dominate as the number one? Uh, and then this is where I have D.J. Moore and Calvin Ridley to 
close out this tier. DJ Moore has shown to be uh, an animal with the ball in his hands. Uh, I think he's going to do really well with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, you know, was the number one receiver in his uh, – actually, I don't know for certain, but he was a first-round wide receiver at the very least uh, a couple years ago. Um, I think he is a, a very underrated guy that can uh, take off. And then Calvin Ridley, I think he's going to have a breakout this year. Um, you know, Atlanta has the most lost receptions to free agency uh, and, you know, through trades last year, losing Mohamed Sanu, losing Austin Hooper. Uh, I think Calvin Ridley has a, a monster breakout this year and kind of catapults him a little higher on this list. But for now, this is where he stands. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like this group. Um, I have no good ranking system or name for what my next group is, so I'm just going to read some <laughs> names to you, and you can tell me what you think. Um, real quick, this is my third to final tier. What tier? How many do you have left? Uh, I have four left. All right, so maybe I'll have you do two back-to-back so we can catch up to each other a little bit. Okay, that's um, fair. So my next tier uh, is... I had a I had this this is where I had a really like five through fifteen I really really struggled with, um mm-hmm. just because I could make so I could see so many arguments for putting all these guys in all sorts of different um arrangements, so there might be some spice here um and I am sorry but I also don't care much, um all right so uh my my next group of guys is uh Robert Woods. From the Rams, Sammy Watkins in Kansas City, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Randall Cobb, and Juju Smith-Schuster. These are all dudes that I think are um, very capable wide receiver ones, but no one at this point in their career that's going to be um, like an Antonio Brown from 2015 or any 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 like real meteorite of a wide receiver one. But these are all solid wide receiver ones. Guys, you should feel good about having. Can you read through the list again, just because I think I missed some names? Robert Woods, Johnson, yep. imagine. No. Uh, Sammy Watkins, <laughs> yep. Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Randall Cobb, and Juju Smith Schuster. Okay. Wow. Okay. So a wow. couple of these guys uh, I have much higher. Um, well, don't forget, though, I am also, I think, ahead of you by a, a, a number of players because my groups have been uh, larger. I, yeah, you're a little ahead of me for sure. Um, I don't, I think you're like four players ahead of me. You are four players ahead of me right now. So yeah, um, I, I will get to where I think of, you know, Devonte Adams and Juju um, in a sec, actually, and Allen Robinson, but uh, do you want to do any rundown of, individually or just you're going to stick with the tier as a oh, tier no i gotta stick with the tier i'm honestly i have so little to say in terms of my opinion because so much of this is just gut feeling and i know that's a relatively terrible way of doing this but i not want to sort through 36 individual players <laughs> pro football reference pages um so if you're looking for great rationale and, and sturdy reasoning and and logic uh found the wrong show i'm sorry <laughs> all right i get it i totally get it um, so I'll do my next tier, very short, only three guys. Uh, this is my definitely a tier below the next tier up, 
definitely a tier above the next tier down, but feels weird having these guys off all together because they don't necessarily all have anything in common. So essentially the same as the tier you just had. Guys you're just throwing together. Um, so I have Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, and Adam Thielen. Uh, Keenan Allen, another route-running savant, uh, kind of has had three dominant seasons, followed by last year, which was a, a bit of a disappointment. Um, a guy who has had the injury bug throughout his career um, and is kind of forgotten about, but still an excellent wide receiver. Again, he's getting up there. I I don't know how old he is. I think he's like 28, 29, whatever it may be. Very good, but I just, yeah, that's all I got. I just don't have him in the same tier as the next guys, and that's the only reason he's here. Uh, but then again, I guess that's why everyone is in the tier that they are in, because they're not good enough for the next tier. Uh, cool. Good rationale. Uh, Tyler Lockett, absolute uh, star of a deep th- threat especially working with russell wilson great chemistry with those guys um you know if i had to do this list again i might move him down uh just because of the skill set isn't complete he's kind of a a one-trick pony i completely Um, forgot to rank him yeah he just happens to be really good at that one trick um i kind of see him being surpassed by dk metcalf soon so maybe those two guys switch rankings because there is kind of a difference there um not a guy i'm gonna stick you know die on the hill of in these rankings uh and then adam thielen uh you know not an athletic superstar but goddamn, he is consistent he gets the job done he plays physical um, we'll see if he could do it all alone now that he's kind of the the one-man show with rookie Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. Um, but, you know, he's he's a hard guy not to like, uh, and he's just – he's one of those guys that just gets the job done. You know, lunch pail kind of guy. You know, real gym rat. Uh, white. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. I have this next tier to do. I was say, yeah, uh, yeah, this one, next one. Yep. So this is six dudes right here of the guys who are wide receiver ones, but not dominant. Uh, I, I don't want to say dominant, but yeah, I, I have no name. I'm just not going to name this. Um, I have AJ green here. Uh, caveat when healthy, because we don't necessarily know if he's healthy right now. Uh, if he isn't healthy, he's, definitely significantly farther down the list but his upside is being one of the best wide receivers in the game alan robinson i have here i think he is uh, just incredibly underrated uh, i think once he gets out of chicago and can finally play with a good quarterback for the first time in his entire career um i think he's gonna take off still surprisingly young uh, i think he just turned 26 um Penn Stater, so I'm not biased in any way. Uh, I have Amari Cooper here. Um, not completely consistent with his game, but goddamn, his his game when it's on is just almost unstoppable. Kenny Galladay, I think, is another uberly underrated guy. I have um, I, I remembered him. <laughs> um, I, I'm a big fan of his, even if he uh, is not very much talked about. Uh, I have Stefan Diggs here. 
Um, I, I don't know how he's going to work with Josh Allen just because I don't have faith in Josh Allen being able to get him the ball, but the skill set is there and it is dominant. Um, really, really fun guy to watch. And then rounding this out, I have Juju Smith-Schuster um, with, if you know we are ranking these in order of how you said them, we have them ranked at the exact same spot. Um, I, I love this man. I think he is fantastic. I just hope that he can go back to a 1,400-yard season and not like a 700-yard season like it was last year, whatever it was. Um, but we'll see. He's kind of one of these guys with huge variance. Um, but again, he, he could do, do anything if he sets his mind to it. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm going to get interested. So hopefully our, our lists should start converging a little bit more, um, or our tiers and the names that we hear. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thinking it's starting to happen, but it's getting me nervous for what's going to happen, uh, pretty fucking soon. Um, all right, so I have my penultimate rankings here. Um, so this is like, I guess, 12 through 5 I have here. Um, I'm just, again, I'm just going to read them out. These are all guys I think are really super good. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, I got Keenan Allen from the Los Angeles Chargers, Adam Thielen from Minnesota. Odell Beckham Jr., who I really waffled on whether to put him in the top four or not, but decided not to because he has not done much as a Brown yet. Um, Amari Cooper from Dallas, Kenny Galladay from Detroit, Chris Godwin in Tampa Bay, Stefan Diggs in Buffalo now, uh, and Tyreek Hill in um, Kansas City. I will fucking fight you for not putting Tyreek in your top hit tier. I... <laughs> I am so upset with you. I bumped him. I bumped him out of it because I think he's a terrible person. (laughs) Uh, I will not argue that with you. (laughs) Touche, good sir. That's the only reason he's not there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, this isn't necessarily, uh, you know, people ranking. Well, all right, Uh, that sounds really dumb because that's literally it. Literally is. Uh, fuck, God, how am I so goddamn bad with words? But like, I'm I'm not ranking these guys on how they are as a person. If you have them in your otherwise, Larry Fitzgerald would be number one on this list. I was gonna say if you have them in your top four, like I have nothing against that. He's a phenomenal wide receiver. But I was I was looking at the 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 dude I had directly below him, and I was like, ah, fuck Tyreek. (laughs) I put him in there. So. Yeah, that's how I am fun ultimate tier. I am interested to see who you have uh, in your top four now, or your top five. Um, there's one name that I know has to make it in because he's there, and I, there's no way you left him off the list. Um, but I'm really curious to see what that fifth name that I just can't figure out in my mind is going to be. So this is going to be really fun. Um, so my penultimate rankings or my penultimate tier uh, at the bottom, I have Chris Godwin um, completely broke out last year uh, is just so great. Excellent body control, excellent hands, very physical um, is just I, I hope he takes over for that team. I hope he becomes an absolute superstar because he's from Penn State and I'm incredibly biased. Um, but he was always a guy that, you know, he really broke out when the big games were on. When the pressure was on, that's when he played his best back in college. 
Um, and I hope that now that Tom Brady's his quarterback and they will be playing more meaningful games in Tampa Bay, uh, that he can take his game to the next level. Uh, next, I have his teammate, Mike Evans. Um, I kind of felt weird separating these dudes, so I kind of just kept them together in this tier. Again, absolute monster. Um, great size, great hands, great control, very, very physical, um, and has never not had a 1,000-yard season his entire career, and that kind of consistency is just hard to find. Uh, next up is where I have Devontae Adams. Um, you know, the guy is essentially wide receiver one and wide receiver two for Green Bay. Um, you know, it, it's hard to have that much put on your back, even if, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers throwing to you. Um, but I think he's a great receiver. And then closing this out is where I have Odell Beckham Jr. I thought about putting him in my top tier, like you said. But again, he just he's disappeared in Cleveland. Um, and I, I hope he can get back to the Odell that we associate with the name because that Odell is fantastic for football is just incredible to watch. Um, and is definitely a top wide receiver. And, uh, I miss, I miss seeing that player. Yeah, no. It, so here it is. It's wild, it's wild where, he, where he's, uh, what he was in 2014 2015 and what he is now and yeah. it's sad because i liked the player odell you know the last time he was good 2016 right the game before he went on that cocaine boat in yeah. miami he has yeah. been bad ever since yeah he is. um and it's like a pretty significant drop off from like that one event um which is fucking hilarious yeah all right, so do you want to do this pick by pick? Do you want to do it your tier, my tier? How do you want to break down these last four and five guys? All right, but do you have five or do you have four? I have four. All right, I have four as well. Oh, I thought you said you had five. No, I have four. Well, right. then I am missing a player on your list because whatever. All right. Uh, uh it could be because Whatever. I went to tab or cell 36 and not 36 people because uh, uh, that would make there. a lot of sense. Okay. So I had 35 guys. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That makes your ranking of Tyreek Hill a little easier to stomach. Yeah. Still suck my dick. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you have four guys. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'll, I'll go first so that you can have the last word. Um, sure. All right, my number four pick is actually a guy you mentioned already. It's Mike Evans of Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. um, phenomenal, phenomenal player. Um, I everything you said about him already works. Damn it. Um, he he fucking produced his goddamn ass off with uh, Jameis Winston slash whatever quarterback um, Tampa Bay felt like not or using in place of Jameis Winston. Um, and he's always been phenomenal. If Tom Brady can make Julian Edelman so viable wide receiver one for any stretch of time. Um, Tom Brady can make Evans look like God. So um, I like Mike Evans a lot. I think he's usually relatively underrated. I don't think he's ever truly underrated where he like doesn't appear on lists or appears comically low, but I've always thought of him as being, I mean, I guess as high as I am literally ranking. So Mike Evans. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't really argue with that. I had him at seven. You have him at four. That's not really a huge difference. Um, I, I think when he's at his best, I think if he didn't have Chris Godwin there last year, he would have put up a all-time season for receiving yards. Um, I think he just is an animal and is at this point, I think he's kind of undervalued because Chris Godwin has kind of taken the the spotlight from him because he's the new fresh face, um, which is why I did put him one above Chris Godwin. But at the end of the day, Mike Evans is Mike Evans. Absolutely. All right, who's your number four? Uh, my number four is Michael Thomas. Um, I think the only reason I don't have him above the three guys is just the three guys ahead of him are just a little more physical, a little faster, just athletic-wise are just a tier above Mike, Mike Thomas. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, he set the receptions record last year has been an animal since he came into the league. You cannot argue in any way with his production and what he's been able to do. Um, so there's no way you leave him out of this top tier. Yeah, I, I have him a little later on. Uh, yeah. At number three, I have DeAndre Hopkins, now of Arizona, which is still a hilarious sentence. Um, it's a sad sentence. I know, right? I mean, I guess nice for Larry Fitz. Though. He gets to do a little bit less. Um, as he slowly ages out of um, the NFL on his own terms, which is also a lovely part of his whole story. No, he's one of he was just named uh, first team All Pro for the um, uh, for his most recent campaign, uh, the 2019 NFL season. He's fucking phenomenal. He's it's mm-hmm. goddamn bizarre he got traded and for what he got traded for, but he's uh, been a, a consummate professional. He's been a true wide receiver one seemingly since the moment he stepped on the field in the NFL. Um, He's been, he was electric to watch with Deshaun Watson because of those two um, complementing each other's skills so readily on the field. And um, uh, one of the first names that came up to mind when we thought of this, when I thought of this list. So DeAndre Hopkins, number three. Um, I have him a little later in my rankings. Uh, but my number three is Tyreek Hill. Uh, I just, Ooh. I don't think you can get past just the absolute physical dominance of his speed. Um, you know, he still runs very crisp routes. He is just has the ability to get open on any given play. Um, you know, as much as any one of these guys in the top tier, he is probably the biggest game breaker. Um, you know, he's been hurt a little bit. He has his off-field concerns. That's really the only thing keeping him from being the de facto best receiver in the NFL. Um, he's just nearly unstoppable. And, uh, you know, it's... It's a shame that he he can't be Mr. Perfect because he could be, you know, the face of the NFL if he really uh, just didn't have those those skeletons in his closet. I very much so agree, as we uh, as we discussed already. Um, my number two is Michael Thomas. Um, he probably benefits quite quite a bit from having Drew Brees there. Uh, and most recently, um, New Orleans also having a very good offensive line to put in front of Drew Brees. But what he's been able to do with the circumstance in which he plays football, he has managed to do very, very well. Um, he is a production machine. It's disgusting. I hate it. I also love <laughs> it. Um, it makes his Twitter unbearable. But goddamn oh, it. God. I guess when, you, when you're that good, you get to be. 
Um, he's kind of a bitch, but fuck, man, he's real good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so yeah, Michael fucking Thomas, there you go. Yeah, so I guess that leaves us with the same number one. And I, I am honestly surprised that we both have him because I felt like this is kind of a, a sleeper pick at this point because he, he really isn't talked about in the same way that guys, you know, like Mike Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins are. It's um, just because he doesn't score touchdowns, which is such a stupid reason. Yeah, uh, but it's Julio Jones. You know, he, when I was looking at this, you know, DeAndre Hopkins has the ball skills, uh, the jump ball ability. Tyreek Hill has the game breaking speed. Mike Thomas has the, the route running and just reception production. And Julio Jones has every single one of those. You know, he is the fastest guy on his team. He is the biggest, most physical receiver outside of DeAndre Hopkins in the NFL. He, just ha- has unbelievable production every year, you know, essentially a top two, top three guy in receiving yards every year. Uh, wildly consistent. The only thing that's inconsistent about his game is the fact that he just isn't targeted in the red zone um, and just doesn't have those touchdown totals. But, you know, I think the only guy you could compare him to in NFL history is Megatron. Um, and even then, it, it's a tough choice between which of those is the more physically impressive guy. And at the end of the day, where Megatron might be just a hair ahead physically, athletically, he never had the production Julio Jones has. You know, uh, he had those premier seasons, but Julio Jones has those every year. And Julio Jones is is he's the truth. You know, he is the best wide receiver in the NFL in my mind, hands down. I have nothing else to say after, after you said all your words. Uh, God damn it, is he... It, it's so weird because I feel like a lot of dudes that are... A lot of wide receivers that are obviously great but on bad teams still show up in most stats breakdowns because of their ridiculous touchdown numbers. And usually they have... Um, Usually it's one of those weird, like like Megatron to um uh, with with Matthew Stafford, you know Stafford wasn't great, or um but the the Lions weren't great, but Stafford was always able to get volume production, and in large part because of Megatron, but Megatron also got, was uh, uh uh able to show his value because he was able to get the production. Same thing with um DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson most recently. Mike Evans with got them rings, um, bro. Man, I protested. You good? Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I no just I put my hand down on my phone and it clicked on a Twitter video. All, all good. <laughs> um, uh, Mike Evans with James Winston and to an extent, like I said, Michael Thomas with um, Drew Brees. Like all these guys have always had phenomenal, it, at the very least, phenomenal volume quarterback. And Julio Jones, not that Matt Ryan can't get volume, but it's not. It's definitely not what he's fucking known for, mm-hmm. um, in the slightest. And the fact that Julio Jones still does everything he does, barring touchdowns, with what well, I think... Do you remember where you ranked him when we did our quarterback rankings, Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan? I have him in the same Excel sheet. I had him at 10. Yeah, I think I had him somewhere between like 9 and 12. Yeah, um, I think you had him at 9. Yeah, he's, 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 he's good. He's a good quarterback, but he's not like... If we, would do a vol- if we did a volume ranking, he'd be probably maybe a little... 
little bit lower, maybe maybe mm-hmm. around twelve or fourteen. Um, and the fact that Julio Jones is what he is with that is really speaks volumes to how phenomenal of a wide receiver he is. Because if you gave him any of the quarterbacks of the guys that are currently in our top four, um, for you having Patrick Mahomes in yours, and for me having just again the volume of uh, somehow Ryan Fitzpatrick last season, um, <laughs> and and uh, Jameis Winston. Um, my God, I, who knows what Julio Jones could be? And uh, here's hoping Atlanta doesn't just fuck his whole career over the way Detroit did Calvin Johnson. So, love Julio. I feel it. Um, man, this was a lot easier once we got to the top, in my mind. Oh, I um, figured it would be. But I love that we had a lot of variance in our picks uh, compared to the quarterbacks, which was pretty much... Uh, essentially the same you know uh the guys were in the same areas i think there was like one player that we were drastically different on uh i think it was like baker mayfield or whoever um but it it was nice seeing a lot of different names for different reasons um it was was fun it was definitely a lot harder than qbs i was gonna say this was this was way more challenging for me because um i my impression of wide receivers is so strongly based upon how well I know them and their play. I just don't, I just don't know them or their play nearly as well as you do. So this was this was challenging for me, but I still had a good time with it. Um, I uh, like to slowly yeah. improve my my know my, my 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 general knowledge of the players of the sport that I like. Just spend all your free time watching up on and reading up on all these players. Yeah, I'll totally do that. Yep, just every ounce of free time you got. Uh, which uh, position group are we doing next week? Uh, I feel like if we keep going with offense, the sensible way would be doing running backs. But if you want to switch over to defense, do something a little different, I am open to it. I am free to do whatever. All right. Um, How would you... Because I feel like we're going to run into a similar roadblock with what with running backs as we did wide receivers. How would you feel about um, combining running backs and tight ends and as an episode, not as a doing both in the same spreadsheet? Sure. Uh, all right, because I feel like we're gonna. I don't know who the the ten bottom ten starting tight ends are in the NFL, and I don't think most people do because who cares? Yeah, I feel like it's going to be like four tiers in tight end it's going to be like the three big guys that we all or the four guys that we all know uh it's going to be like guys that could put up numbers but aren't great and then everyone else exactly and i feel like it's going to be similar but maybe put to a lesser extent with running backs because you have plenty of like teams that do running back by committee plenty of teams that have like that guy they just drafted who's not bad but not great um so yeah, running back, again, probably to a lesser extent, but uh, I feel like we might encounter a relatively similar. So we'll, we'll call it running backs and tight ends for next week, and then that will be it for fucking offense. We'll be done, and then we can move on. Perfect. Uh, all right, great. Do you have anything left to say about anything we talked about today? Hmm. Uh, I guess not. I, I guess that's it for me. All right. Um, I don't have anything either. Uh, so let's just get on out of here. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at JuicingPod. If you want to hit us up via email, you can do so at uh, numbers at gmail.com. Uh, and until Thursday, bye. bye.